Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. We want to talk today about activities in standing vertical plane. So let's talk activities in standing the vertical plane. Why is this important? Because the fine motor really, as kids develop and as they get older, they really start as gross motor movements that become more into fine motor movements. So when you do things in vertical, you're involving the gross motor plane, you're involving the elbow and the shoulder, you're involving the body as a whole to stand and to do the activity. So it allows for the fine motor while incorporating the gross motor. It's also good for shoulder and elbow stability. It's also good for bilateral coordination where you use both hands involved in activity. It's good for crossing midline, the middle of the body to the other side. It's good for wrist extension, which means basically making the wrist right up instead of right down. Flexion is when it's down and when it's a less of a good movement, it's not good to do that. We want extension. Extension is much better, so when you're standing, it allows for that better movement. The wrist is not straight. It has to go up a little bit in order to write on that plane when you're in vertical. It's good for the pencil grip and the pencil grasp. It's good for visual attention, and it's good for hand-eye coordination. It's also good for spatial awareness, being aware of your surroundings, being aware of your space. It's also good for sensory. Of course, you got the proprioception of standing. You got the vestibular of movement. You've got the tactile of holding the object and the visual of what you're looking at. Obviously, it could also involve the other aspects. If there's a sound activity, you'll get the auditory too. And it's also good for core strength and posture. You know, it's really good to incorporate all these things. And we want it to be a way to get the person to be better at the fine motor. It also eliminates gravity. You're doing it in a plane where gravity is no longer fighting against you. When you're on the table, you got to go up against gravity. But when you're standing, you're eliminating that. And it could be an okay thing. I mean, some people will say it's against gravity. Some people will say it's for gravity. But here, it allows an interesting allowance to work with the child or the student or what have you. So an interesting website is called the Inspired Treehouse, I believe. They thought of different activities, and I thought of different activities, so we're going to do it in two parts. And we're going to post another one because I'm not going to be around on one of the days of the weekday, so we're going to do two in one, this one and part two. So an activity to do in standing to do vertical is obviously at the chalkboard. You know, in the classroom, there's a chalkboard or a whiteboard. We'll get to that in a second. And the chalkboard, you could do a lot of things. You could do writing. You could do letters. You could do numbers. You could do shapes. You could do games. My favorite game on a chalkboard or on a dry erase board is actually Hangman. I love to play that game. And you could do that with the chalk. You could do different colored chalk. You could do different activities with the different colors chalk or the regular chalk. And make sure you have an eraser because chalk is very, very dusty. Make sure the kid doesn't have any allergies as well. You could also use a dry erase board. And that could be with the dry erase markers and with the dry erase uh, eraser. Also make sure you have that. Nowadays, they also have dry erase crayons. And I don't know if they have pencils too. But I've used dry erase crayons, which are very cool too. And, of course, you could use the smart board as well, and then you could have the same uh, tripod grasp we always try to look for with the thumb, the pointer, and the middle finger on those smart board markers, and they allow you to erase, they allow you to write, you could play games, and it could also be hooked up to the computer so you could get technological aspects involved as well. And the smart board is okay as long as you've got that, that uh, instrument you're using. If it's the finger... As I mentioned before, from my perspective as an OT in the Board of Ed for a few years, I don't like that so much, but it depends on how you're looking and what you're looking at, but that's what I like to do. So I like it to be a real hands-on instrument, and we told you that app, Apple iPod now has a pencil also that works for the iPad. Of course, it's pretty expensive, but it's a good instrument to have. Don't lose it. 
You can also do stickers on the wall. You can have them jump to the touch the stickers. You can have them touch them and follow them and try to reach for them. That will involve the aspects of moving to the exit, to extensions of the ability to have the range of motion, which means the ability for them to get to the most amount of movement they could get, and it's good for stretching, so that's pretty cool also, and stickers, they could be ones that go on the window, there could be ones that are sticky, there could be ones that can get wet and go on, and then they have magnets also, magnets are great, we'll talk about that soon also. You could also build a Lego wall in standing. As you're at the wall, you can make a Lego wall. You can make the object somehow hooked onto the wall, either with Velcro or tape if you have very sturdy tape. Or if you're very bold and never want that wall again, you could go glue it. But I wouldn't do that in my house. But if you want, you can. Go ahead. Feel free. You could do that with the Lego wall. Of course, you could do that with also with Duplos or with Mega Blocks or Connects or whatever building product you want to use. You could do it in standing. You could do paper on wall. You could trace things with the paper. And you could draw things with the paper. And of course, if you have a, a nice uh, an idea, you could have an Etch-a-Sketch on the wall or you could have something that's touch. There's something called mess-free touch lights from Crayola that I saw we have in one of my schools, which is pretty cool also. So you could put that on the wall as well and you could trace things with that also. You could paint while in standing with brushes or rollers. And if you are doing a project around the house, let the little kids help you with the brushes and the rollers. It's a lot of fun. Get them clothing that you don't mind getting dirty or get them clothing or cover the clothing with something that could be thrown out. So you don't have to worry about that as well. You could also get window clings, things that go to the window, things that cling onto the window, things that attach to the window that can be decorating the window. And if you want the house to look nice and decorated, let the kids help you and let them do that for you. Of course, you could have the magnets on the fridge also. Starting from a young age, kids love to do that, to put them on, to take them off. They have shapes, they have letters, they have pictures. And there are many picture frames that come on the magnets. Also, I have magnets on my fridge that are actually not just from like servicemen and places we've been to, but also actual pictures can be put magnets on the fridge and then you can have the kids identify and recognize different pictures of people which is cool you could also have shaving cream you could paint an easel on the mirror of the wall you want to do shaving cream make sure they don't eat it i would change it to whipped cream if you're worried about them eating it especially if it's little kids or kids with special needs and you could also make shapes, you can make letters again, you can make uh, objects, you can make smiley faces, you could decorate the smiley faces with different things as long as it doesn't run. Even food coloring or sprinkles, if it'll stick up, that would be pretty cool and then they could eat it afterwards, providing you use whipped cream. You could do felt on a felt board or different items on the felt board. Again, all different items. Use your creativity. There's something called squigs, S-Q-U-I-G-Z, which are also like attachable, like suction cup kind of things on the wall. And then you could do stuff even in bath time. They have things that go in the bath if you want to allow the kid to stand up. There are bath salts and bath crayons from Crayola. Very cool. I just saw this recently. And lastly, for this part, you could do puzzles in standing. So provided the puzzles are able to be attached and the pieces could stay nicely, you could do puzzles in standing. This has been Let's Talk Activities in Standing Vertical Part 1 on OT Talk with Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. And I'm your host, Mr. T.